Welcome to Make the Shift Podcast. I'm Destiny Berman, a model marketer and a course launch strategist. After 15 years of leading large-scale marketing campaigns in Silicon Valley, I left my corporate life when I realized I had a deeper calling. Now, I help teachers and entrepreneurs just like you make that life-changing shift from offline to online in order to create the business and life they've always wanted. This podcast will give you the roadmap and the inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work by launching digital courses and online schools. The world needs what you have to offer. It's time to make your specialty your destiny. Are you ready to make the shift? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to Make the Shift. In our last episode, I shared content from a live training. Today is the second part of this series, and we'll be diving into how to get clear on your offer, what that offer looks like, and your niche. We'll also look at the three things that will drive your success when it comes to shifting your business from offline to online. Here we go. So let's talk about niching and the right offer. It's important that your offer, your winning offer, is meeting a need versus a nice to have. And I see this come up often because we all have these great ideas about what people want or need or what what we believe they need. But the reality is that people will only buy if they see it as their need. It's interesting because people often think about luxury items when I bring this up. This is probably the simplest example, but a pretty website, I would say, is more of a nice to have, but a website that captures email addresses that performs is a need. And ultimately, if people had to pick, even though in today's world, you don't really have to pick between the two, they will pick a website that will perform for them and generate business versus a website that looks really pretty and doesn't do anything. So you want to think about, well, where is your offer meeting a need versus it's more like, oh, that's something I'll come back to later, right? Are you helping people meeting a need and transforming their relationships or transforming the daily stress in their lives? That's meeting a need versus more peace. People aren't thinking about more more peace or more joy. That's a little bit further down the line. They're more thinking about how can I shift my day-to-day anxiety and stress today? So it doesn't mean that one of the core outcomes can't be more joy and more peace, but you do want to make sure that you're you're speaking specifically to what is impacting what their needs are today and how you're going to meet them there. And then based on that, we're not about just completing a transaction. So your right offer is really grounded in value and the core transformation and the outcome that you are bringing them through. And from there, that's why I say you're meeting the need of where they're at and then you're going to take them through a transformation, what I call an arc of transformation. But it's not transaction-based. It is not like, okay, you complete this and that's it. It's about, wow, like I see you, even if this is pre-recorded content, like I see you, I get you, and I understand you, and here's where we're going to go. The three E's is a coach of mine who taught me this concept and I love it so much. And I asked her if I could bring it to my community and she was a big yes. So this is going to help you get clear on your offer. 
if you're still working through that, and this is going to inform your niche. The three E's are expertise, experiences, and epiphanies. So from all your trainings, your professional development, what do you consider to be your subject matter expertise? And then the next question is, what life-changing experiences led you to this body of work? And it's okay if, you know, you're still unsure of that story that led you here, but, you know, we're looking at your body of experiences that led you to this, what I call your life's work. And then what epiphanies guided you to this body of work, to your life's work. So your subject matter, your expertise, your experiences, and your epiphanies. And what I find when I look at our students and clients is that their offer is a, is a combination of expertise, experiences, and, and epiphanies. And then, of course, is directly tied to who they're serving. Okay. Niche, what I'm talking about niche is... It is a combination of what you want to be known for and the specific audience group that you're serving. Because from my view, those two are actually very connected. So, for example, for me, I wanted to be known in the holistic fields for helping people grow their businesses, their offline businesses, by going online. And that actually directly connected with the niche that I wanted to serve. So for me, niche is really two aspects of the same side, going deep and who you want to serve and also what I want to be known for. I don't see the two really being able to, to get uh, separated in this world. Now, when I talk about niche and I'm talking about getting specific, it is focusing on one program to launch at one time. And if I were to flip this on its head, if you look at physical products, it's probably the best way to look at it. So there's one specific audience group and then there's one specific program tied to how you want to be known for with how you want to launch. So if we think about how Amazon started with books, Zappos started with shoes, right? So in the e-commerce physical product world, it's much easier to see how they started with one, with one thing and being known for one thing, which is also inherently tied to the product that they launched. Does that make sense? And so when I ask you, well, what is it you want to be known for? And now we're going to look at questions of the group you want to serve. They're tied together, but we start very, very specific. Okay, so let's go through these questions. Identify your best fit students and clients, both past and present. And for those of you who don't, who aren't already working with clients, you could apply this to today in terms of the people you are called to serve and who you see yourself helping. Or if you've you know, done as a hobby, helping friends or acquaintances, this will also apply. Now, this next question is key. Why do you consider them to be your dream clients? Because the qualities and where they're at will give you clues as to the niche and who you want to serve. Where did you easily find success with customers and clients? The reason why I ask that is because sometimes we dismiss things when they're too easy. Oh, that was because so-and-so already knew me. But guess what? Where it was easy for you to find success and for you to make money, we don't want to dismiss it because I think 90% of the time, it actually gives you clues to the work you want to be doing, the kind of offers you want to be putting out there. And then this is more of a, a more subjective, intuitive feel, but who do you feel called to serve and why? Especially for those who are still exploring your niche. And then finally, the reason why I asked this last question is, because many times we are also serving a version of an earlier version of ourselves. Not always. I would say about half, 
half half. Like for me, it wasn't exactly the the earliest version of myself. Although now I get a lot of folks who want to understand how I was able to make that transition. But what is the best version of yourself? And can that give you clues as to the niche and audience group that you want to serve? Okay. I'm going to actually pause here and I'm going to do some questions. So let's see, please raise your hand if you want to, if you have questions or shares that are coming up. All right. Hi, Mary. My question is about the need versus the want. I've, okay. I've struggled with this a bit. I have current ongoing people that have, that really know me from the past that are on in my online groups, but getting new people, I think maybe my offer is a little too broad. It's really about mastering your energy so you can share your gifts and really expand your business. And it's mm. for healers and holistic practitioners. Okay. Because I know when you're really clear, you have the confidence, you have the inner guidance. There's so many aspects to soul alignment. So the people that know me know that those 10 things are what they benefit from and they continue. But brand new people, I think maybe it's too many things that I'm talking about. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. Okay, great. So there's, there's already a lot here. So one, how many, how many people are in your existing client base who already know you for this line of work? How many people on your email list? Like several hundred. And then I experiment with thousands on Facebook. So people who are really nurtured, I'd say probably 300 or so. I see. So yeah. you've put out this offer to people who know you and to new people, both? Both. Okay, I've experimented it. with kind of a just a slice of the pie to new people and they, they've joined some free things, but I haven't converted them to the bigger pie. Got it. Okay, great. And the new people who have converted, are they the right fit people that you're looking for? Just not yeah. at the bottom. Okay, great. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about them just like who they are and yeah. Okay. Well, so one in particular that I'm thinking of is I experimented with Facebook ad and I targeted people who are interested in the law of attraction and I targeted a a free five-day activation called own your energy. So you can stay aligned and you're not going to lose track from other people's energy. So it's really about strong energy boundaries. So own your energy. So this person signed up and then she saw that my healer circle, it includes this bigger thing where you get aligned with your soul more consistently. So it was the perfect example. And I just want to repeat that person, you know, a hundred times. <laughs> of course, understood. So, yeah. so, so they saw that if they got in alignment with themselves, they could then what? Create a business, launch a business or change professions or get a promotion. Help me understand what specific Yes. So this is where maybe it's a little general because when people find this consistent alignment, everything follows, whether it's their business. I want to market to people who have a holistic business, but not all of my current people do. So it helps them in their personal energy life in every area. But I I need to focus it on their business, really sharing their gifts. This is great. There's a a lot to work with here. So the people who have known you and they converted, let's say like the larger group, Yeah. How? what percentage of them have businesses versus not? It's interesting because I think probably maybe 20%. I see. And the other 80% jumped into it because they know you and are using it for more personal growth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So first question is, do you want to focus this on? It does not have to be forever, just the next the next stage of focus, because it is true. You you start to move into ad, into advertising to new people, you have to get very clear in your messaging. And it is an ongoing process from launch to launch. I mean, we're always having to refine our messaging. But do you want to focus on helping people get into their deepest alignment for personal growth or for business growth? If you had to pick between the two, where would you go? Business growth, because it's very frustrating to me when people don't own their gifts and help the people they're here to help. So yes, I'm realizing that maybe it's higher than 20% that people are able to then help more people. So I feel like my work goes further when I'm able to help a healer help more people. Yeah. Got it. And you're focusing specifically on healers and holistic businesses Yeah, or holistic professionals. Mm -hmm. And if you were to identify, let's say, two common problems that you see with the healers and holistic professionals, when they're out of alignment, what is showing up for them? They're not charging, they don't have clients, like what's going on? So they might have a lot of self-doubt. So that's, it's kind of like a mindset tangent that we go on because the self-doubt can really mess you up. And also they're, so they're overwhelmed, stuck, not taking action, not clear, not in touch with their own inner guidance. They might be overwhelmed, confused. Lack of clarity is the main one. And then they're not sharing their gifts. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'm just going to drill out on this a little bit more. When you say not sharing their gifts, does that mean they don't have clients? They didn't launch a website. They had five clients, but they can't get past five clients. Help me understand what's going on there. Okay. So to me, it doesn't matter what level of their business is at, but when they're experiencing their confidence and owning their gifts. They're sh- even if they're helping two people, I'm ex- thrilled because now they're on their way. You know, yep. they're either in self-doubt or they're in their confident mode of, you know, everything follows from that energy. I'm just going to suggest that to pinpoint yeah. again, there's, so there's internal messaging and there's external messaging. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that we need to go and say, okay, if you do this, you're going to get your next 10 clients. However, I am suggesting that on the marketing message, we need to say, look, are you a healer or holistic professional who have started your business, but you can't get past X, Y, Z specific situation? Okay. And you're feeling locked and confused in terms of where to go. And yet, you know that this is what you're here to do. Yeah. I'm just kind of roughing here, but your, your action item for today and to come back tomorrow with, or just even post later in the Facebook group is list out two or three specific instances that the people that 20, 30% of the people that you've helped and you want to call more of them in, what are they specifically dealing with in their business? So, you know, that the reason is lack of clarity and self-doubt, right? But they're experiencing in a very particular way. Okay. And that is the messaging we want to nail in on. That's perfect. Thank you so yes. much. You're so welcome. And I can't wait to see what, what uh, comes of this because I love that you've already been testing and experimenting and launching. So now it sounds easy, but really it's like, how can we get specific so we can get more of those people and you already know what you want to do. So this is, this is great. Like you can, you can run with this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it may not feel it right this moment, but you can. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's talk about what drives success, both with existing people and both with new people. So this gets more sophisticated as you're marketing to new people because you have to be able to message your work and who you are in a much quicker way. 
But essentially, what, what effective marketing isn't about pushing the offers in front of people and trying to convince them and to do high-pressure sales. We have long moved away from that ever since the world of user-generated content has entered the industry. People get to do research on you. They get to check you out on YouTube or Instagram if you're active there. They get to read your blog posts and they research you to an extensive degree even before they sign up for something free from you and definitely before they sign up for something paid from you, period. Before user-generated content, videos that you see for advertising were highly produced, highly edited. You had to go through big agencies, expensive agencies. That's no longer the case. And so you get to control the conversation and you get to control the people you want to attract and to bring in. Now, these three elements all have to work and come together at the same time, which is why I think marketing is it's a shifting tool because it's never just one thing. You need to have the right offer and the right offer is what meets the need and you're messaging the need that it is meeting. You need to put this right offer in front of the right person because you could have the best offer in the world. You could have, you could be a PhD with the most incredible credentials and have a winning offer. But if you're putting this in front of the wrong person, they're not going to buy. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter who you are. And then it needs to be the right timing because you could have the right offer in front of the right person. But if it's just not a good timing for them, they're not going to buy. Now, there are some people who the right timing is just more, I would say, more resistance or procrastination, right? And so we see that. But sometimes it really just isn't the right timing. They're going through a move. They're going through a huge life transition that they want support with. They simply just can't focus on it right now. Or when I think about when I signed up for personal growth, workshops and events, it did have to be the right timing. My mindset had to receive it. And I had to be willing to say enough of a yes, even if I was coming up my own resistances. So these are the three elements that we're always working on. Who we're speaking to? How specific can we get? Are we meeting a need versus nice to have? Are we addressing their struggles and their gaps? And then are we always getting a work out there? So this is the ads. This is when you start to get more visible. Are we always getting ourselves out there? Because we can't control their people and their timing. But what we can control is always being out there so that the right person at the right timing can see it. And then when we put the right offer, boom, that's where it comes together. So let me know what this brings up for you or uh, questions on this. Thank you for tuning in today. Your action items this week are to take what you've learned in this episode and identify the offer you will be focusing on for your next or your first course launch. And to get ultra specific, to get deep on the audience group that you are speaking to. If you have questions, post them inside our free group, The Skinny Launch Lab. Thank you so much for joining me today. All the resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me in my Facebook group, The Skinny Launch Lab. And if you're loving this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Until next week, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.